0: What is up, you gorgeous, fabulous creatures? And welcome to another episode of F the Scale Podcast. This is episode number 79. You're here with Kylie Pax, Australia's emotional eating coach. And we're diving in today with something brand new that I'm super excited about, as you can tell from my voice, a little, possibly a little too excited. We are diving into viewer questions today. i don't say viewer questions. Why is someone watching me? We're diving into listener questions today on the podcast. And we're starting with um, a listener from, which makes me even more excited about it, her name is Joanna from Denver, Colorado. And you know, so now I feel like I'm truly international because I'm starting with a question from someone on the other side of the globe. But before we do dive into this today, I want to make sure that you have all, as you know what I'm going to say, skedaddled on over and hit the link at kyliepacks.com forward slash free course, because some of the things I'm going to be mentioning today are available in my free weight loss course where I share everything that I did with you to lose 20 kilos keep it off for life I share each one of my eating codes there and you can get everything that you need to kick start your journey this year so I'll throw the link below you can head on over there now and grab that for yourself it's going live in the next few days so you'll be the first to know it It will land in your inbox and it's terribly exciting But we're going to dive into today's episode. And if you want to send in any listener questions, there are two ways that you can do it. You can either email the team at hello at KyliePax.com or just come and chat to me personally over on Instagram, send a message in my DMs, and I'm the only one that's answering in there. So you're going to get to chat to me and we'll send the question through so they can answer it on a future episode. So let's start with Joanna's question. I'm going to read it out to you. I've got it here on my on my iMac, and then we'll go through exactly what my recommendations are for Joanna and how she can overcome the situation because she's struggling with nighttime eating. I mean, please, it, like who out there doesn't struggle with nighttime eating? Nighttime eating—that That is still, if I'm going to I don't know if I say, if I'm going to fuck up my plan for the day, it's going to be at night. It's not in the morning. You're all gung-ho and motivated and everything's fantastic in the morning. It's not even really in the afternoon. Maybe from about 4 p.m. onwards when you start like hitting that mid-afternoon low, that's when that sneaky eating starts to get us. So let's rejoin his question. She says, Hi, Kylie. How can I overcome my food cravings? I've started listening to your podcast and following the eating codes, and I'm so good all day. Then I lose the plot at night and eat all night until bedtime. Sometimes even I take the food to bed with me and eat until I fall asleep. How can I stop this? It's messing with my weight loss. Well, First thing here, I mean, uh, this is what I do. I always dissect questions as soon as I see them, and there's a few sort of red flags in here. The first one that I would say is where Joanna says, I'm so good, quote, unquote, all day. If you are so good, it would imply that there is also a time when you can or are so bad, and that's something we really want to start changing the ver- the vernacular of, the way we are articulating ourselves around our food choices so we very often will use words like that's really good or that's a good food or that's a bad food or "or what's worse, I was good or I was bad. I had a good day with my eating. Oh, please, who has a good day? Fucking nobody has a good day with their eating. I had a bad day. I was so bad today. I ate X, Y, Z. Nobody's bad because you ate Whatever some muffins or some donuts or some pizza. It's not bad. Doesn't make you a bad person is what we're saying. So darling Joanna here has said, I'm so good all day and then I lose the plot at night. And there's a thousand and one reasons for this, but we're going to dive in because this one is my favorite. If you feel like you're being quote unquote good all day, then there's a very fucking strong possibility that you are restricting and or slash depriving yourself of other foods that you might like to eat during the day daytime hours. Here's the example that I've used for years and I really love this one. Imagine if you had to make, I don't know, 75k per year in order to live comfortably, pay your bills, make sure school fees are paid, whatever is going on, you know, all all the things, all the things. You need to have some money to be able to live your lifestyle and all the things. That's going to take 75k per year. But if it's now September or October and you've only made 20K for the whole year, you're going to start shitting yourself. And you're going to get very desperate and start thinking about desperate ways to get that money into your life this is exactly the same thing with food. If you need a certain number of calories or a certain caloric intake or an amount of energy per day, but you are holding back, no, can't have that, (gasps) mustn't eat that muffin, like mustn't have the thing, that's not good. And your body is starting to get through the day and think, woman, I needed more energy. I need more caloric intake. And now, you're getting desperate. That body is getting desperate and it's going to start sending sending out signals that will fuck with your very best intentions that you really did have for sticking with your particular eating program throughout the day. This is what I'm talking about when I talk about the eating codes. So here's Joanna and she's eating at night. So this is where the eating codes would kick in starting with, now as you know, there's five eating codes, again, Again, I can't go through them all now because it will make this podcast never ending. So head on over kyliepacks.com forward slash free course. You'll get each of them broken down. There are also in a previous podcast episode number 56, you can get a brief breakdown of the eating codes there as well. But when I talk about eating code number one and three, eating code number one is if you're not hungry... (laughs) don't fucking eat. Eating code number one is eat when you're hungry and don't eat when you're not. And eating code number three is eating to satisfied, not stuffed. Now in this scenario, Joanna would, she's definitely not using either one of those in her nighttime eating escapades. They're just like off out the door, danced off into Boogie Wonderland. She's not even thinking about them because there's no way you could have had like a satisfactory dinner and then still be hungry all night long so that you would continue to eat. If you are, hungry all night long then you didn't have enough at dinner time and if you uh did have enough at dinner time and then you're eating all night long then you are not paying regard to those first eating codes so when we say eating code number 1 eat when you're hungry and don't eat when you're not sounds so simple on paper but try putting that into practice and you will see how quickly your mind kicks up a stink about the whole thing but i want but i want but i want that's the first eating code. The third eating code is the real magic here. Let's say Joanna is still hungry after her dinner. She wants to have a snack. That's fine. You can have the snacks. You can have the chocolates and chips and all the things. That's what's the beauty of my F to Scale program is that there is no restriction. On my plans and programs, you don't restrict and you do lose weight because you can eat anything that you want. We just have to follow the eating codes. So the third eating code is eating to satisfied, not stuffed. This is what it looks like. If you imagine a scale that goes from 1 to 10 with 1 being, I'm so hungry, I could gnaw my own arm off, and 10 being, I can't even feel my toes. It's like they're numb. It's like I ate a Christmas meal. I'm so stuffed, then five right in the middle is where you want to stop eating once you're having a meal. What that would look like is, as I say, if number one on this scale is you're starving hungry and 10 is you're stuffed full, five is where your hunger has just gone away just, it's just vanished. You're not full and you're certainly not fucking stuffed. Your hunger has just gone away at level five. That's where you would stop eating. Why do I harp on about it? Because that's the magic weight loss zone. Hello? How do you think I lost 20 kilos by fucking overeating every day, every night, every meal? No. I used eating code number three most specifically and stopped eating at what I call level five, which is where your hunger has just gone. Like I say, Level five would look like you could keep eating, of course you could because you're not full yet, but you're also no longer hungry. That is the weight loss zone. If Joanna now starts adhering to those two codes alone at night, it's going to solve a huge part of the problem. The next part of her message here that I can see is that she says, let me just have another look sometimes I even take the food to bed with me and eat until I fall asleep. Okay. Now eating until you fall asleep, like eating until the food's half in your mouth and half out. I had a girlfriend that did that once, by the way, so funny. She was eating and she was binging and she was stuffing her face with a chocolate cake and she was so tired and so exhausted and just to give you some context, she had just lost her twin sister, so she was in an extremely grief stricken place. This wasn't good by any means, but she was so grief stricken and so exhausted and so just unable to cope with life that she was binging and she fell. She fell asleep. Her face fell. douche into the into the chocolate cake. <laughs> she came to like with this chocolate in the in the chocolate cake. Like it's comical to think about. She's like like my dearest friend. I just love her. But I share this with you to say that when you are eating to the point where you're still eating and you've dozed off to sleep, that is not the right way to address your eating patterns. When you... That, because it's going to fuck with your sleep. That is going to mess with your sleep. It's going to mess with your digestion and you're not getting quality sleep. You're sleeping. Of course you are. You have some sleep. You wake up in the morning, you keep going through your day, but you're not getting quality rest. Not even close. And the reason that that matters, besides the fact that you will feel like shit, is because it matters because on the days that you didn't get good quality sleep and you wake up the next day not feeling your very best self, You absolutely, 100% of the time, make shitty food decisions that have you gaining. eating. You end up eating around an extra 300 calories minimum per day, which equates to about a half a kilo or a whole pound weight gain per week. Per week, people. Do you really want to be gaining a half a fucking kilo or a pound on your ass every week just because – of something that you can so easily control is within your full power to control. You can control your sleep and the quality of sleep that you get. So some small things that I do is I try to stop eating prior to actually going to sleep. So I might eat up until bedtime if I'm snacking or grazing or doing something, provided I am still within the eating code parameters, like I'm hungry and all of meeting all the requirements. But I'm not taking food to bed. That was the number one place that I started because I used to take food to bed. I used to do all the things, of course. I wasn't 20 kilos overweight while living some fabulous, healthy, amazing lifestyle. I was taking food to bed. That is my number one thing now. There's no food and there's no TV in the bedroom. You might just think, what a drag. I have eliminated those two things from the bedroom. The bedroom is for sleep and fun time. It's, that is it. That is the function of my bedroom. That is my sacred space. I'm not fucking bringing food in there or any activities that I don't feel really good about when they're over. Let me put it that way. So the number one tool that I would give you here if you're dealing with nighttime overeating or nighttime binging or just consistent nighttime snacking is you need to tap into what I call the pain and pleasure principle. What is it going to cost you if you keep eating? Because you are fucking fooling yourself, mate. (laughs) Here's my Aussie coming out. You are fooling yourself if you think there's no cost to what you are doing, to this activity that you are not even pleased or thrilled about. It's causing you to gain weight. Everything comes at a price, even free food. How many of us, how many have somebody's brought over some cake or some chips or some pizza, something, or you go to the office and somebody brings in the donuts. You're like, well, it's free. It's free. I can't say no. It's free food. It's not fucking free. It has a price tag attached. And that price is your integrity because you had promised yourself for the upteenth time that this time was going to be different. And today you were really going to stick to your plan. Well, no, now you're not. So there's a price. Your pride, you're feeling good about yourself, immediate price. Also, there's going to be the weight gain. So you might think these donuts are free. They bought donuts into the office and they're free. But it's going to cost you the life that you want. That's a pretty hefty price tag to be paying. I am certainly not prepared to pay that. No way. That that price tag on those fucking donuts – is way more than all the money in the world. That price tag is your integrity, your self-worth, your self-development, because you're trying to move forward, your the body that you want, the lifestyle that you want, the holidays that you want to take, but you want to feel good about yourself, the activities that you want to do, and you want to feel good and comfortable in your body, the relationships that you desire, and you want to feel good and comfortable and sexy in your body. That's the fucking price of those donuts. Now, are they free? Think about it. So here's the thing. Joanna is going to, and all of us, right? We're not just talking about Joanna, Joanna specifically, Joanna (laughs) asks, poor thing. No, all of us who deal with this, which is still me, we need to think, take wealth, we need to think. We need to take a second and think about the true cost of every action that we're taking. Because the goal in these scenarios is not to eradicate uncomfortable feelings. Because this is the truth. If you're not going to eat the donuts, the chips, the cake, chocolate, pizza all night long and take them to bed with you, it's going to feel uncomfortable. Of course it is. That's not going to feel good. Please, Tell me, in what alternate universe does depriving yourself... Oh, this is beautiful. I'm going to share something else with you in a second. In what world does depriving yourself ever feel good? And here's the thing. Let me share this with you. When I talk about you shouldn't be depriving yourself and there's no restriction, there's no deprivation, yes, that is true. And also there will be times when saying no to yourself is the smartest, kindest, most loving thing that you can do because you can either deprive yourself now of the chocolate and the cake and the donuts, or you can deprive yourself of the life, body, relationship, job, holiday, all the beautiful things that you want. You Either way, either fucking way, there's deprivation involved. So choose wisely. What I was saying before I got off on that little tangent was that the goal is not ever to eradicate uncomfortable feelings. The goal is for you to not get caught up in them. What we do is we skip off into the sunset with the voice in our head that's going, this is no good. I've worked all day. I deserve it. The kids were little animals. I deserve this break. This is the only time I get for me. Or, especially if you're looking after little ones or you have stressful situations in your life, could be a job, could be a relationship, could be children, could be anything, in-laws, whatever, who knows. Any kind of stress that we have and which we all do, we are so pressed for time in our day-to-day life that we usually only have a very short period of time to decompress at night. And what is the quickest way to do that? Alcohol and food. We turn to these two avenues like like nobody's business. We do it all the time. We do it every night and we tell ourselves bullshit stories like I deserve this. I've worked so hard. I I worked out today. I can eat these extra calories. It shouldn't matter. It all fucking matters. It matters because yes, it's it's a calorie. Yes, it matters because it's still energy coming into your body, but it matters, as I said before, even more so it matters because you are telling yourself with every decision that you make, who you are. And this is eating code number five, which is act like the person you want to become. Your brain is constantly searching for evidence of who you are, who you should be, how you act, how you respond. It's always going to flick through its filing cabinets. If somebody says to you, do you want this piece of pizza and you see yourself and know yourself to be the person who always polishes off leftovers, then you'll be like, yeah, sure, Uh, sure, give it to me. I'll eat it. I'll eat it. I always polish it off. Don't let it go to waste because that's how you see yourself. Your job with eating code number five is to start seeing yourself differently, differently as the person who does not make, The previous choices that you were making at night with the overeating, you now start to see yourself as a woman who stands in her power and puts her goals and dreams and desires before a piece of fucking chocolate. Oh, please, it's it's bizarre when we really stop to think about it that we would in any way think that this little piece of chocolate or these biscuits or this cake or these donuts or this ice cream can come close to you living in the body that you desire. Not even a thing. Honeys, you will never rise above your own opinion of yourself. That's why I say eating code number five is the crux of everything. If you forget everything else and you think, I don't know what she's talking about, five eating codes, I can't remember them, all you need to do is fall back on eating code number five. Act like the person you want to become. Would the version of you who has already lost her weight, she's at the finish line, she's there, she's just waiting for you to catch up, Would she be consoling herself, giving herself some time and space, showing herself love with fucking food? I don't think so. Her life would be so full and so magnificent that food wouldn't even rank on ways I, quote, unquote, treat myself at night. You may have heard me say this because I've been saying it on and off for years. Treats are for dogs. I'm just pausing to let that sink in. Treats are for dogs. You deserve so much more than a treat at night. You deserve a life that you feel fantastic about, a life that feels full and energetic and beautiful and everything that you've ever hoped and dreamed could be yours is available for you when you step into the shoes of the woman who already has it. Start doing what she would do, speaking how she would speak, acting how she would act, wearing what she would wear. Don't put that shit in your closet and just go, oh, wear this when I'm skinny. What the fuck? Buy clothes that make you feel sexy and gorgeous now because you deserve to feel good now On your way down the scale. Don't wait until you get to where it is that you think you want to be before you wear beautiful things. Treat yourself as if you were already that version of you who has fully lost her weight. My darlings, if you want to know more, you know, always head on over to kyliepacks.com forward slash free course. I'll put the link in the description box. You'll get everything that you need there in the four part video series. And if you want to have your question answered and be featured on an upcoming episode of the podcast, send an email to hello at KyliePax.com or... Come chat to me personally over on Insta, slide into my DMs, honey, and you'll find me on the other side. I'm sending you tremendous amounts of love. As always, please do remember the only person who has the power to change your life is you. When you start letting go of the habits and the thoughts and the ways of talking to yourself that no longer serve you, you make space for the ways that do serve you and that will advance you towards your goals to come on into your life. And that is when you've got what it takes. I'm sending you tremendous amounts of love. I will see you again next week. Until then, my gorgeous ones, bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to shimmy your butt over to kyliepacks.com forward slash free course and sign up for my free weight loss training so you can start losing your weight now. You'll also find helpful notes and resources in my past podcast that will help you lose your weight without the BS diet drama. I'll see you next week.